I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the postponement person, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What an emotional roller coaster yesterday was. Because as a as a Mavs fan, you started off the day, you woke up, and you're like, you get the news of Luca. Player of the week in the West. You're hyped. You see the stats. Let's go. Then the Shams well, tweet comes. If you got that news first, you woke up at like 2 p.m. So congrats. okay, that came out later in the day. You're having a good life. <laughs> Either way, that and the Porzingis news that mainly Porzingis is going to play. I was super excited. I was going to the arena tonight. I was already texting some people about seeing them there, other media people. And I'm like, cool, get to see. Anytime you get to see somebody like Zion play, I've seen him play you know, once or twice now. It's fun. And KP coming back. I was looking forward to that. And then it all came crumbling down. On today's show, Isaac and I are going to break down the day. I mean, the Mavericks, obviously the big news is the Mavericks game against the Pelicans was postponed. They were supposed to play last night on Monday, if you listen to this on Tuesday. It was supposed to play. They did not play. It's postponed. Not sure when that's going to get rescheduled. The NBA hasn't scheduled the back half of the schedule yet still for games like this. So I think this becomes the third game. And then the NBA you know, re- postponed another game for the Celtics, I believe. And so that becomes the fourth game. So now four games in the NBA have been postponed uh, so far this season. So this is very significant for the Mavericks, for the league. So we're going to get into all that. We're going to break all that down. Let's get into it. So... Like Isaac said, the day started, I think around noon, Porzingis was going to play. We got all excited and, you know, we were posting from the account and I was rescheduling tweets because I said, do you think Porzingis will play tonight? That was my prompt for, you know, at Lockdown Mavs. That was our tweet. And so then he was going to play. So I changed it to what do you expect from Porzingis to play? And then all of a sudden the news came that the game was going to be postponed. So I had to take all those down. But so Porzingis was going to play. We were all excited. And then Luca. Received Player of the Week, which is awesome. Only the second time in his career he's received Player of the Week. Well-deserved. The Mavericks are are rolling. He's playing really well. But we're not going to really talk too much about him today because of all the news. So then about an hour later, maybe a little bit more than an hour after that, ESPN reported Tim McMahon, Zach Lowe, as well as Dallas Morning News, four total Mavericks have tested positive for the coronavirus, for COVID-19. So... Two additional players, as well as the one still in Denver, which is either one of which is one of Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Richardson, and Jalen Brunson, and then we believe Maxi is one of those four. Maxi Kleba was mentioned as as testing positive by ESPN on Sunday, and then two more on Monday tested positive, and so um, that's a, that's an addition to you know the the Denver people and, and Maxi. So four total. Uh, that would take the Mavericks. So let's say that all three of the Denver guys are still not playing, which they weren't. Maxi was questionable, but we're going to say he was going to be out for this Pelicans game. And then the two extra additional guys, that would have left the Mavericks with 13 players, including, you know, that would include Porzingis. 13 players to play if you count the two two-way guys and Porzingis. However... Uh, should, should be 11. Uh, I may be missing somebody, but... 
Luca, yeah, Porzingis, the, Hardaway. The three, the three Denver guys, and then the three pot, the three other positives. Um, shouldn't that be six? Seventeen minus six. Or am I doing something wrong? Luca, KP, Tim Hardaway, Dwight Powell, Josh Green, Boban, Trey Burke, James Johnson, Tyrell Terry, Wesley Wundu, Willie Colley Stein, Tyler Bay, Nate Hinton. That's thirteen. Maybe you weren't counting Porzingis because he was out, but he was going to play. Interesting. So that would have been thirteen players, but there's still contract tracing for all these contact tracing for all these guys. So, however the NBA does it, that seems to be the big you know rub that everyone's trying to figure out right now. The big sticking point for a lot of people, especially us, is who who counts for contact tracing. I was listening to Locked On Celtics with John Krause the other day, and. After the Celtics game, so Jason Tatum tests positive. They played the Wizards. The only player that had to stay out for the Wizards the next game, and I think they played back-to-back nights, was Bradley Beal. <laughs> One guy, after Jason Tatum played a whole game where he was essentially positive, I guess, uh, he had tested positive like the next day. So it, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to us right now what's going on. People are talking about whether the league's going to be paused or whether the league's going to you know stop for a little bit. But the Mavericks would have been able to play, according to – um, you know, Mavs PR, I guess they were going to be able to play, but the NBA decided to postpone and they have to figure it all out. They figure out all the contact tracing. They're just, I think there would just be too many logistical things to try and figure out that game. So I think the NBA did the right thing in postponing this game because you can't just keep throwing these teams out with all these guys, you know, that are like the Mavericks still have three guys in Denver. How many games ago was that, right? Like three yeah. games ago that these guys are still hanging out in a different city trying to figure out what's going on. You have Maxi, who we're not really sure. He's questionable, but he tested positive reportedly. You have two more guys test positive. There's just too much to figure out. So I think the NBA did the right thing with this, even though it's a bummer for us. We don't get to see Luka and the Mavericks play. Don't get to see Porzingis, all that. I'm not sure anybody's questioning that either. No, yeah. I, I thought it was definitely the right call. I do want to give a shout out to Callie Kaplan, Dallas Morning News. Mm. You know, she broke the news on this about the game being uh, postponed, and it was really cool to see. You know, ESPN Tim McMahon seeing Woj, you know, Woj tweet and give her credit and stuff. Uh, so she, yeah, she broke that. Her and Brad kind of uh, double teamed the coverage from uh, the Morning News for the Mavericks and stuff. But you know, in her piece today, if you if you uh, if you guys read that, listening to this, you know, you know, she said that you know Scott, you know. Um, had a PR basically for the Mavericks told her what you just friend said. Of the pod. Uh, hey, yeah. Friend of the pod, been on the pod. Go back and listen to that two part pause. Really that was good. a good one. And, uh, but he told her, he's like, Hey, we would have had the people to play. I don't know if they knew that at the time, it was probably a matter of man, it, this is going to be a process. And it was, Hey, they're still figuring it out. They obviously had two more positive tests on Monday that came, you know, came back in league probably looked at it and said, all right, as we, as they try to figure out who is around who and tracing everything is just safe to just say, Hey, let's just, you know, let's just call this game off. You know, looking ahead, you know, the Mavericks are supposed to play in Charlotte on Wednesday. That game has to be in jeopardy right now. <laughs> uh, just because, you know, you got to figure, you know, whoever tests positive, whoever that is, they're out 10 to 14 days for the most part. Then you're looking at who, you know, around them. You look at the situation with the Denver guys. Two of those guys get the seven days. So they're going to be coming back, what, Friday, I think? You know, two of those guys. Then we'll see who's extended beyond that. And that's, we'll, we'll know at that point who is tested positive. It's just, there's so much stuff that we're trying to figure out because it's, it's the Mavericks fan base, you know, that we're kind of the, the big team right now that everybody in the league's watching what's going on with Dallas. Cause 
now you know the Mavericks do have four positive cases, and you know, postponed game. We might have another one come Wednesday. Uh, we've mentioned before, you know, Boston, Philly, some of them are going through things yeah, similar, but it's just. I think we're all, and it's not. There's not too many people out there that is saying or that you can look to and say, "All right, they know everything that's going on." Everybody's still trying to figure it out. No matter who it is, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on and what the protocols are and who's going to play and who's out. We don't know the names of the players who have tested positive, right? Like that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. There's there's three play four players. We don't know. We don't know four all four players. We don't know which ones exactly. We've kind of pinpointed. We think Maxi is one of them. And one of the three in Denver is one of them, and then the other two are a mystery. Like that is that is wild to me in this in this day and age. I mean, we don't know who those guys are yet. Uh, that's pretty yeah, wild. And, and we didn't have you know no media availability on Monday, which is understandable. Which we we wouldn't learn that there anyway. But no, but like we don't know what what happens on Tuesday. You're listening to this on Tuesday morning. We don't know. I mean, this is. Uh, typically a practice day or uh, typically on a day like today, they might practice in the morning. Then they'll fly out to Charlotte. We don't know any of that. We're recording this Monday night at 10 15 you know, central time. And we don't know if there's a plane going out tomorrow. We don't know if they're practicing tomorrow or, you know, the, the training facility, practice facility was shut down, you know, a handful of days ago. Sunday. That, that was a huge deal. So a lot of stuff and a lot of eyeballs watching what's going on in Dallas right now. And I think the whole league is watching what's going on in Dallas right now because we're still trying to figure out every, everything and what all is going on. We have to figure it out. So we're going to keep talking about the day, figure out what's going on with the Mavericks. What does this mean for the Mavericks going forward? We're going to talk about that coming up. But before we do... Isaac Harris, betonline.ag is the one-stop shop, the one place for you to go to get in your sports bets. There's all kinds of stuff on there. I hope, actually, I think we're recording this during the national championship game, but I hope you took Alabama plus (laughs) or minus eight and a half because they are, uh, it's fourth quarter, but they're up 52-24. That's a... That's quite the shellacking right there. All we kinds have odds on the Bachelor because I watched the Bachelor over uh, National Championship <laughs> game. The Bachelor is there. There is not. There's esports. There's different um, uh, player props. There's soccer, basketball, tennis. All kinds of different sports you can get on there. So uh, I I guess they're maybe taking some some odds for some of these NBA games, but all kinds of stuff you can get on bet online go check it out just go look at the odds right now and if you're on there go use the promo code locked on for your 50 percent welcome bonus with a free bet online account so you get your free account do the promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus so whatever you put in they'll give you 50 percent of that for free that's that's free money i don't know if you guys realize that but don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more about this team and about what's going on with the Mavericks. But before we do, 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year, want more wins. Listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. So if you listen to that Lockdown Bets or locked on, uh, or if you listen to Bet Online ad and you're like, I don't know what to do or where to start. Locked on bets. That podcast is a good place to start. All right, let's talk about the rest of this. So, where do the Mavericks stand now? I mean, we we think that Wednesday, we think that 
that Hornets game is toast, right? I think it'll just take them too long to try and figure this all out. Also, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's toast because if the Mavericks look at it right now, if, I think the if, league might be toast. The board of governors are meeting today on Tuesday. If you listen to this, and the league could be paused. I don't think it will be. And it, from everyone that you know, I I heard that that has contacts in the league, they don't think that it will. But I don't know, man. We've seen crazy stuff happen when all the governors get together and. You got to remember, it's Cuban's team that's getting hit right now. So, you know, his voice is going to be the loudest in that room on Tuesday. Yeah, it's definitely for sure. I'm not saying that I don't know. I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I wouldn't say it's toast yet because if there was, I mean, going back to Callie's piece that to where Scott told her in that piece that, hey, we would have had the eight players. If they would have had the eight players on Monday to play, then uh, there's a good chance they would have, they would have the eight players to play on Wednesday. Uh, So, that that's the thing. If if they have eight, will <laughs> it just makes no sense to? I know I'm, I'm interrupting you a lot today, but it's just it makes no sense to me that they could have eight players after four have tested positive in a span of what five days. I mean, it depends they have, on how close they were to each other, though. They're that, taking the planes thing. together. Like <laughs> the whole the whole organization should be quarantining right now. Like the the way that this virus spreads, and we you know they say on the court that. There's, you know, there's not a lot of chance of, you know, transmission, which we've talked about yesterday when I talked about dribbling and (laughs) talked about drips, but there's, there's plane rides. And we saw a couple, couple days ago, we saw Trey Burke's Instagram live and they're all on the plane with no masks and playing cards and hanging out. And it's like, I mean, (laughs) that right there should be, that's contract tracing for everybody. So if they did that on the way back, maybe their plane ride was different. We don't know that, but. I just don't understand how they could have players if they're going to do contract tracing the way that it just seems different to me that if, if two players had to stay back in Denver for this long and then two more players test positive along with Maxi, so three players after the Denver trip, then how could the rest of the team not be in contract tracing protocols, which is why I think the NBA postponed. We just don't know. We just haven't heard enough information from these teams to get there. So I know we're, well, we're going, I, yeah. we're going on a loop today, but it's, it's just well, so crazy the situation that they could that we could possibly have a game on Wednesday to me. Yeah, well, I think it's it's all about and this is stuff that we just don't know about how far they go back in time. That if they're getting tested every or how single morning. Well, yeah, we'll just say they're getting tested every single morning, which they are. Everybody Wait. who's down near the court for the Mavericks is getting tested every single day. They get tested Everybody, twice. They get they get a rapid test and a PCR test. So they get they get both of them every day. Yeah, we're not even talking about just players. We're talking about people who do stats or work at the scores table. Anybody who's down there is getting tested every single day to be near the court. But let's just say the players. If the players are getting tested every single day, and let's say they all return positive (laughs) tests, but then the next morning they return negative tests. Let's say Monday morning there's two negative tests. Well, then how far do you go back, though? Like, do you just go back 24 hours? That's my whole thing, because if they record a positive, I mean, a negative test the, the previous day, so then you're just looking at a 24-hour span, right? So you're not looking at plane rides. In the business, we call that a cluster F. Is that That's what we call that, if they all test positive and then they all test negative. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we would call that. <laughs> but but no, I'm I'm just saying it just depends on what they've done the past 24 hours. If it's just the 24 hours, then you're yeah. just tracing the 24 hours, and it's not going back to plane rides and all that. So for the Mavericks case, they're returning two on Monday morning. It's not like they were flying anywhere on Sunday, right? So they they you know did this on you know Monday morning. So then they're just looking at Sunday. So if 
the two positive tests weren't around anybody and they weren't with other teammates and stuff, then you're not holding players back in Denver like the other day. Obviously, those two guys, whoever the two were, were around the positive one, and that's why they had to you know be out for the seven days. So there's still a chance Wednesday happens. I'm not putting the percentage high, but it's not completely out of the window yet. Well, the actual day Wednesday will happen. I'm not sure about the game on Wednesday. The, <laughs> the game. <laughs> days of the week are, are 100% undefeated. There's never not been a day unless there's a leap day, I guess. But never not been a next day of the week. So, I mean, 2020 happened. We're still having days. I mean, days what, are still what I don't What I don't understand is going back to the Tatum-Brad Bill thing. Yeah. You know, from everything I read about that, that was all about a post-game conversation between Tatum and Bill courtside. We've seen this in, you know, I've been at, you know, one of those games to start the season and I've seen Luca and Hernan Gomez brother from Minnesota in, in the preseason sitting there chatting up and all this stuff. Luca was with Vucevic before the game the other night against Orlando talking up, you know, before the game. They're not talking for 15 minutes though. So if that, like, I've seen that thrown out there with this, you know, gov- Board of Governors call. It's like, all right, we're going to eliminate the pregame and postgame conversations between players. They're not going to be able to talk to players from other teams, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. I just, I still don't understand how you're saying that we can't do that. They can't talk for two minutes courtside, but they're going to be on the court playing each other, you know, boxing each other out, uh, or at least some teams do, and playing defense. And, like, I just don't understand. I, I don't understand how th- there's so much differences of stuff off the court and in the middle of a game. That's the that's the title of this podcast. The Mavericks game. I don't po- understand. Mavericks game postponed, but I don't understand. I don't understand anything else. One thing that's that's huge today. Rachel Nichols and many other sources have, have mentioned this today. One of the rules under scrutiny. The uh, the NBA GMs had a meeting on Monday. And one of the rules under scrutiny, quote from Rachel Nichols, right now players are allowed two family members slash friends to visit their hotel rooms on the road as long as they're quote unquote longtime personal friends. Um, so I can go see Nerlens. <laughs> yes, you can go see Nerlens. Just kidding, guys. Just we could, kidding. We could, uh, yeah, we could, we could arrange that. You've known him for a long time. I mean, what? Hey, Rick, Rick probably thinks that I'm going to go see Nerlens when he comes to the town. <laughs> the thing is, though, that. I mean, if you're looking for a hole in the defense, right? When when the NBA started the bubble, we were like, okay, well, what about the employees from you know the Disney employees that are going to come in the bubble? That could be a breach in in the security or a breach in the you know the bubble. This is the breach in the security. I don't like. I don't care about the the talking after the game and all that. These guys are getting tested multiple times. Are these family members? Uh, family members slash friends is the thing. Like, who are the friends? It's just is anybody coming in. Like, as long as you oh, say, oh on. yeah, we know who friends are. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I've known this. I've known this person, this individual for you know how long is long time? Two years. I mean, just four read years? Rachel Nichols' tweet says it all. To where she said she I, joked around. And said, I, I sure wouldn't. The- I sure wouldn't want to be the team security guard guy asking players. So how long have you known her on IG? That was that's Rachel Nichols' <laughs> quote on that, which is great, but. Yeah, that's that's the breach right there, and I, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's there's just still, you know, like like we just alluded to a little bit ago. There's going to be a call, and they're going to discuss a lot of this stuff. You know, I I think a lot of the the league has set their protocols, but they've also left a lot of a lot of it up to the you know the teams too of having your own rules and how strict you're going to be with this. And there's a whole aspect of responsibility too. You know, I think James Johnson. Uh, we should actually pull this quote sometime 
But he was asked a while back, I think it was right after New Year's, and he joked and was like, you trying to get me in trouble or whatever. And it was like, how can you, uh, I think it was from Valencia who said, you know, hey, can, you know, how did you, how can you celebrate or how can you <laughs> build team chemistry? Something like that. And he joked, yes. he's like, yeah. going, you know, we, basically they can't go out. He's like, you're going to try to get me in trouble. But he had this line to where he's saying, the best thing we could do for each other is basically like to take this serious and like have this responsibility to where if you if you do something dumb and you know you're not and you're risking all this stuff you're hurting yourself you're hurting the team and all i love that whole quote maybe we can pull that sometime but that there's an element of responsibility to this there's an element to the teams and like their rules and protocols there's an element to the league just getting everybody on the same page then there's a whole big elephant in the room of the vaccine of you're gonna have people in any workforce they're like some people are going to say, I don't want the vaccine. Some people are going to like, yes. Then it's like, who's going to require the vaccine? There's that whole conversation too. So I think in a way, there is some similarities of the NBA being a business that a lot of you guys listen to this might be uh, working for right now as everybody's trying to navigate, like, what do you do <laughs> with this vaccine of requiring it slash can't or will you? Uh, there's a lot. Coming up. Isaac and I have an idea, which oh, may, we do. may have not come from us initially, but we have fleshed it out. We have figured it out. Th- to fix the NBA with, with all these guys testing positive, we've, we figured out an idea how to fix the NBA. So if you want some hope, listen to our idea coming up. So we're going to talk about that. We'll get into all that. Maybe we'll get into some Luca. Uh, he actually won player of the week. I don't know if we mentioned that, but he won player of the week in the NBA. So maybe we'll talk about Luca a little bit. Talk about I that. we win it next week. <laughs> coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, rockauto.com is the one place. So we have the one-stop shop for betting and the one-stop shop for auto maintenance and auto repair and auto parts. One reason to repair and and protein bars for sure to repair and maintain your cars, save money. You can use for other important things like built bars and bet online and all kinds of stuff. You repair your car. It's not going to cost you down the road. Chain stores have different prices for t- and tiers for professionals, mechanics, and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com doesn't have that. It's a family business serving auto parts online to customers for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to, av- easy to navigate. Go ahead and check it out. Look for Just go ahead and look at your car. See what they have available for it. Go to rockauto.com and uh, see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. So the NBA is, is scrambling right now, right? The Mavericks have postponed games. The Celtics have postponed games. There's all kinds of stuff. At the beginning of the season, we thought, oh, it's just a, you know, an outlier. The, the James Harden team had a game postponed, and now it seems to be, uh, for lack of a better term, spreading to other teams, and it seems to be an issue. Apparently, Christmas may have been the problem because it's, it's about two weeks after Christmas, and usually you start seeing symptoms after that and start or testing New positive Year's. after that. New Year's as well. So the NBA needs a fix. They need something. They need, they need something to figure out how do we get – couple players on a team that you know we don't want to just be running teams out there with eight players every night if the Mavericks were able to run with eight players then all of a sudden you got eight guys playing you know Tyrese Maxey minutes playing 47 47 48 minutes you don't want that because that wears guys down especially since they're still trying to get back in shape some of them some of them have one player of the week and are still trying to get back in shape and so how do the Mavericks get some guys how do the Mavericks or some of these teams the Celtics you know, the Rockets, the Sixers, how do they get some guys 
to uh, some extra guys without maybe expanding rosters. What's the fix, we think? All right, so, I mean, this has been tossed around a little bit. Jamal Crawford tweeted out today about a player pool. But I, I want to go a step further with it. What if we cre- we had, we've talked about expanding rosters to like 19 to 20, what that looks like, what that costs the teams and traveling parties and, you know, all this different stuff. What if we had each team had three roster spots and the players are on call? So we have like on call players. So for instance, we have a perfect player in JJ Barrett. He lives in Dallas. He was in training camp. He got cut. And now he's just kind of like hanging out. He might still be on the beach in Puerto Rico somewhere, but he's around. I think. He could. But let's say if teams were given the ability to sign three players and that's their on-call players. So these players are not traveling with the team. They're not going on the plane and all this different stuff, but they're the on-call roster spots to where if JJ Barea was an on-call roster spot, he's still working out. He's He has an NBA contract and he knows that if needs if need be, they're down players and they need a couple bodies that he has to be able to test negative to be able to play. So bam, he's still like working out. He's still getting money. And when a situation like this happens and you're at like seven, uh, you know, required players, you need eight and you're like, Hey, we need a couple bodies. Let's call the on call guys. Let's put up the Berea bat signal. Hey, the beacon, <laughs> the beacon and call JJ Berea another, you know, if they have a couple other guys and say, all right, y'all have been working out. You haven't been around the team. So you're good test negative and we can bring you in and let's play this basketball game. So what do you think? Let's, let's, let's make it happen. Three on-call roster spots per team. I'm in, I'm in on that. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction though. See, I think you take the pool and you have like 25 or 50 players just available for the NBA. Maybe they're, maybe they hang out in the, in the, the G league bubble and work out there, but you just have 50 guys that anybody can pull from. So we have Jamal Crawford. He's in there. Isaiah Thomas. He's in there. J.J. Barea. They're all hanging out. And we could have amazing story. I'm, I'm looking at the, the story angle from this, too. We have incredible stories of guys playing pickup. Jamal Crawford, Isaiah Thomas, all the old dudes like hanging out that still want to hang around and play. They're putting buckets on these on the young G League guys. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson out there, yeah. These guys are all available. So if any team calls up and needs some guys... Maybe there's a hierarchy. Maybe there's a tiered system. You take a number system where whoever, you know, whoever's number is called up, they get to go play. Guys get to draft people out of there if they need some players. So we just have a pool of players. And basically you have an NBA contract that you're essentially just on call to to join an, an NBA team, but it could be any team. So we don't have to put three. So three players on every roster. What are you talking about? That's 90 players you're adding yeah, to the if league? You have the, if you have the, like, if you want to, you can yeah, but I'm saying we just do 40 or 50 players. So I'm, I'm cutting yours in half. 45 players, cut it in half. I'm trying are... to create jobs over here during the pandemic, all right? <laughs> and, and the whole reason the NBA didn't want to expand rosters is because it's too much of a strain on each team. So who who tests them back? My One of my questions is who tests the guys in Denver right now? Who tests Josh Richardson, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Jalen Brunson? Like, how is that working right now? Are they just hanging out in a – they not getting tested? They might not be, right? They might just be hanging out in a hotel room. Uh, Josh Richardson apparently was watching the national championship game, but um, he doesn't have much else. To yeah, do he doesn't have anything else he can do basically. So we have this pool of players, forty-five guys or thirty guys or whatever, that are hanging out in a bubble somewhere. You're paid to stay ready, right? The the, the I'm ready group, right? 
And uh, I think that I think that's the route. You don't have to go all the way and, and strain all these these guys. We're also creating more jobs for people that are not NBA players that can go and maintain wherever those guys are. You don't have to put more strain on teams. You hire extra guys, extra people to do that. That are they got laid off. People that got laid off. You bring those people in to help maintain that bubble. Uh, we're this is it. We're creating jobs. We're we're fixing the NBA. It's it's the player pool right now. It's the player pool. The bubble yeah. pool. I am kind of curious to where if the NBA does expand rosters, whether it's you know with the pool or the on call thing, joking. If they do expand rosters, I was not joking. Just, I think my idea is excellent. <laughs> how would they? How would they go about? Would they have to do like a free agency type thing or a trade deadline type thing to where they'd say waiver wire, just like fantasy, right? So you just do a waiver. Would you have to do a draft? Whoever because has whoever has the most people out can can pick first. Because that would be the thing. It's like, all right, we're going to expand rosters. You're going to expand them all at the same time, and then it's just going to be a free for all. No, it's not. It's not. They're not expanded. They're not expanded. As soon as you have guys out, all of a sudden, so you have a guy out ten to ten well, to fourteen no, no, no. days. I was just, I was just saying, if they did expand, oh, if they like did if expand, they, and did the, three, yeah. it did the on call thing, yeah. Or just like, I mean, they're talking about this. I mean, that's legitimate. Yeah. They are talking about expanding the rosters. rosters. If they did expand it to like 19, something like that, added two per team, how would they go about implementing that at the same time? And everybody's calling everybody. And it's like, all right, we want you. And, or would it be like a draft type thing and like all of that? But the player pool thing is intriguing because it's funny when you think about it. Let's just say use Jamal Crawford. All right. Let's say the Mavericks, you know, they can't play against the Hornets or something it is. And they like calling Jamal Crawford, like, Hey, we need you. He drops, you know, like 20, but they're like, Hey, but we still we're welcoming other guys back. Thank you for your service. You help us beat LaMelo. We couldn't beat him last time. Go back to the player pool <laughs> next week. They're like Cavs bring him up. Yep. Now he's playing yep. with the Cavs yep. and Jamal Crawford's played with like eight different teams yep. for, and like one games for different people. And, but then teams could have the option to keep them obviously too. So I'm not opposed to the player pool. The player pool is kind of fun. To think I'm about. ready to see Jamal Crawford and Isaiah Thomas play for like four different teams. JJ, well, like, I think it was, I think it was Boston the other day. They didn't have any players and they were missing like one of the positions. And I think that it was one team that was missing like some guards. You're like, all right, well, that was a pro- that'd be a prime thing. And we're like, hey, we're gonna pick up Isaiah Thomas for two games. Or, but okay, send the, P- send the PJ, pick him up, get him, bring him in. What get, would be the difference the though stitched. between between that and a ten day, like a current ten day right now? Uh, the fact that all those all the guys are together and they're in a place where you know you're getting a surefire guy that's not going to test positive, right? You're basically you're paying these guys to stay ready and to be, you know, they're, they're so are, the player pool is in their own bubble. They got their own bubble. Yeah. So they're renting like an island and saying in Orlando, right. there's enough there's enough the stuff bachelor, in Orla- the Bachelor Mansion. And they're putting the player pool in the Bachelor Mansion. Jamal Crawford, Michael Beasley, JJ Barea, putting them all in this mansion for the the whole season. And I, saying, all right, somebody's called. The phone rings and somebody picks it up and like, the Kings are calling. They need a player. <laughs> Nobody raises their hand. Nobody wants to play at the Kings. They're like, we'll just stay in the mansion. No one's getting the rose from the Kings. Nobody's getting the rose from the Kings, but has anyone ever I, denied a rose that has been offered it? 
Last season, Tasha season, there was a guy who made top three, and then he just bounced. He's like, I'm out. You guys think Isaac is joking around about The Bachelor. He, he is serious oh, about it. Oh, I'm serious. I'm serious. I watched The Bachelor. You see, this is the difference between the two of us, is I make Avatar references, and he makes Bachelor references. That's that's the that's, difference. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> All oh. right. Well, did we? What, what do you want to talk about tomorrow? I was going to say, do we fix anything? Gosh, it was just this, this week. Uh with the Mavericks. We're, I'm not sure if they're going to play Wednesday, but we'll have more for you tomorrow. The NBA Board of Governors meets on Tuesday, so we'll we will record definitely after that. Uh maybe That's not. the thing. It's like you keep we you followed us through the pandemic. Yeah. And we will give you updates on this pod every single day. This is the benefit of a daily podcast that yeah. whatever does happen tomorrow, we'll have all the details, we'll lay it all out for tomorrow's podcast, keep you updated on if there will be a Hornets game, who is out all the information we will gather it all up and put it into one source of uh media form for you on your way to work on wednesday morning daily 30 minutes or so guys we appreciate you listening please subscribe if you're not on apple podcast spotify google all that thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom <laughs>